hands And they can have my things when we're dead But we are Ah, the ah, first pod, just guy shit. Just guy shit. The first podcast exclusively for the boys, for the dogs, for the lads. Put the headphones down, ladies. It's time to make a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Episode brought to you by Forbidden Clothes Week now. The first and foremost, you know, when reality hits. <clears throat> I'd like to just say uh, congratulations to football for officially coming out as gay. Gay! <laughs> as part of the community and, and what a week to do it what a month to do it for football well you can do a gay pride month well I'm just I'm just hoping that you know I, I don't know if you saw the commercial but football is gay football I, is I, queer football is trans <laughs> I can't wait for it's it it's a trans sport football is also because it's also soccer in England that's yeah, why yeah, yeah. that's what they were referring to for when the they tram. said but I I think that you know there's a lot of football players in the NFL too who watch that and they go Yo, I'm not gay, dude. Yeah, they were like, no, I'm not gay. A lot, gay. Of, lot of SMDH texts. Well, I don't know if you read this, but figure skating came out as actually straight. What? Yeah, male figure skating. They said, well, now that football said that, contrary to popular yeah. belief, figure skating straight as we're trying fuck. To, we're trying to carve out a little section with the uh, straight people. Well, they said they're the straightest sport in the world. <clears throat> and figure skating said they're the straightest sport in the world. They said they don't even touch their own dick. Face Figure skating said they won't even change in a change room with another man because yeah, they, they don't just want show to up. They just show up to the figure skating event fully. <laughs> they wear their skates go. because they don't want another fucking perv in the room looking at their feet. That's like the hockey. Th- I never really played, but like the hockey thing where some kids just like show up fully, like ready to go. Well, they don't want fucking pervert coach. The ultimate in pedophile jobs is a coach, and even only one higher than that is a scout, scout because yeah. your literal job as a scout. <laughs> Me and Gary Jameson were talking about this back in the day, but your job as a scout is you sit in the stand and watch kids and you go yeah that one's good he'll do oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. plus uh, you can also promise them and you're like hey man you do this and yeah yeah we get you'll, that be in the pro- you'll be in the pros kid oh we need to get that guy in the mix yeah yeah <laughs> talk to his parents I'd, I'd really like to see more of that kid yeah it's the ultimate in jobs i want to see football um start a trend and i do again congratulate them but i think that they haven't gone far enough and more importantly i'd like to see other other sports other companies take what football did and bring that bring their company into the 2021 ethos for example i'd like to see maybe nascar come out and say they're also gay (laughs) (laughs) they're still working on just being like nascar still like nascar's thing will be like nascar we're not racist like (laughs) that's like they need to take baby steps nascar i just want to see how much if you were just like a fucking Red blooded for the fucking red, blue, and white. Yeah, and you have to you have to wake up and you say, "Oh, it's football today," and then you have to see like just so you know you're gay. Yeah, just uh, the flags. The thing too is they're just the people who are mad at the kneeling for the flag. Yeah, this yeah. is such a slap in the face. <laughs> now you're us. kneeling to suck a dick. Yeah, literally. Go, <laughs> yeah, like it's just one. Oh, thing you thought after kneeling another. for the flag was bad? Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> and it's like was the most macho straight sport that existed. It was a bunch of dudes literally killing each other. They should have two guys in red, blue, and white bondage kneeling, sucking a dick. If football really cared, <laughs> that's what they'd do. Football says they care. They say they care. But then when it comes to sucking a dick in red, blue, and white bondage outfit, while at the same time defecating on it and coming on it, yeah. where are they to be? Found. That's the new NFL. Well, that's where NASCAR could come through and say, NASCAR just want to say, we're really fucking gay. NASCAR is trans. NASCAR is into bondage. NASCAR is bisexual. They're, they're into everything. Black they're... and Decker. Fixing your shed is gay. It'll be like, remember the Tom Green, the slut mobile? That'll be someone's car. <laughs> that's, yeah. 
the fucking dirty, the cum dumpster mobile. The cum dumpster NASCAR. mobile. Just the dude's asshole spread wide open. Black and Decker. Drills are gay. Two by fours are trans. <laughs> drinking a Bud Light is bi. <laughs> That's not. I'd like to see drinking a Bud Light is bi. I'd like to say football come out and say tailgate parties are two men having sex. A hundred percent of the time, tailgate parties are two. You know, men there's a lot sex. of people in the NFL organization who are just like. Yeah, I don't know if we should do this. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, do you think that anyone had? Do you think there there was one guy? I mean, you also had the guy come out too. So it's like, did you even need that? I'm uh, that was obviously prepared yeah, before course. that. I'm picturing no. more the opposite, where they're in the meetings, and then the one guy's standing up and he says, "You know, we just decided that we're coming out as gay." Blah blah blah. And then there's a couple, you know, a big farm boy, just a red blooded black guy, you know, a black guy from fucking, yeah, uh, yeah, just, you know, the South kind of thing. He's the type of guy that pushes the big machine, you know, I'm talking about the lawn plower machine. A lawnmower? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> What's that thing they call? <laughs> They've, that's me. That's how, that's my knowledge. That's how much of an elitist plower. liberal I am. <laughs> the lawn I go, plower. what's that thing they call the mow the lawn? Yeah. No, I'm saying the... What's it called when they push the machine? It's like a, it's a metal at pra- football practice. Oh, the sled. Yeah, the sled. I've I've done that a bit. Well, I played yeah. rugby a couple. Of yeah, games. yeah. I've, I've but played, uh, played the sled before. They, they, so they're in the thing. The couple of those guys are the ex players in the meeting, and they say we're coming out as gay. And every any objections, they go, "Whose idea was this?" And they go, it "Could be anyone's." They look around. They Soros. see the farm boy. They see this. Then they see one guy. Ball gag could be anybody's idea. No, this sounds like <laughs> who's George, this guy? This has George Soros's fingerprints all over. Oh, it. George Soros. This well, is such a Soros move to be this. like, hey, let's fuck with everybody. Say football's gay, <laughs> coming from the NFL. That's like a fortune. Like literally, like if you were like, oh, this is like a fortune gag, and you'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. That sounds like something to do. Well, did you see the George Soros one before where he said being a Jewish comedian running a financial satire site is gay? <laughs> He said investing Soros Yeah Soros had his new campaign That said shorting uh, Shorting uh, Dogecoin on margin is gay Is gay That's what he said Male figure skating straight Jewish comedian running a financial satire site is trans Trans. That's what he said His words not mine I don't know if you saw that But like It's funny I love it when There's a few accounts that post The side by side Just the The show how stupid Like how much of a bullshit this all is. But there was one recently, same day, Disney came out and it was like, we celebrate diversity so much, blah, blah, blah. Couldn't be more proud of our gay brothers and sisters. And it was the same day that they removed the lesbian kiss from the foreign release. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's the same day. The guy in the editing suite, like, hey, what are we editing today? Uh, We're going to edit our pride, um, our Disney supports pride, and we're going to edit out the gay scenes for China (laughs) in the same day. And the execs apparently kept it for themselves. Apparently, the execs are like, hey, edit out that lesbian scene, but like, you know, if you don't mind, send that footage over. They should have probably been like, they should have been like, take out that lesbian scene and then put it in the commercial. They like take it out, they take it from the movie. And then they put it into the commercial. <laughs> like, oh, that's repurposing it. They do. <laughs> do you think that uh, when they when they went to China and they say, good news, guys, we took out the lesbian scene, the Chinese people said, no, 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 we said no gay shit. <laughs> yeah, lesbian's cool. Yeah, what are, you, what are you doing? You don't think they can just pixelate the faces like they do with like Asian porn? So you're not sure if it's a guy. <laughs> you know what's going on here. And they just, the whole thing is just pixelated the face. Every gay scene, they... <laughs> you know, it's just so that they don't have to like really... In China, they pixelate 
relate all the gay stuff. So mm-hmm. you're not sure. It could be just sucking on a big clit in that scene. I don't remember what this... I guess, yeah, like when I was in China, the, being gay is like not really a big thing there. We said no gay shit. Now, we give you one simple command. No dudes kissing. I feel like they're I gotta more... watch my favorite movie, and all of a sudden now... The t- two titty, two knockers touching. Yeah. I feel like you can Oh, we did more- not uh, say uh, <laughs> a lesbian uh, removal. So not yeah. the same accent, but you know me with my accents. Yeah. it's the, You never know what you're going to get. <clears throat> Quite the hodgepodge. Guys, I just want to say the PNK is great. The Biden list. By the way, it's Canada Day. It's Canada Day. Well, it's not Canada Day. All this is like honestly, we have taken so many W's not living in Canada. Right now, Canada Day, which is like usually a pretty big rager. Yeah, it's a nice rage and, and it's for Danny. He for, loves his country. Love, Patriotic. Love fucking the rod. country. Uh, everything's been closed for over a year. Everybody's like Canada Day. That's going to be it. And then they keep finding these mass graves, and they're, everybody's like, they canceled the day. They literally are basically canceling Canada Day. Well, apparently they're the main biggest street in uh, North America. I believe it is Dundas Street. They're uh, changing they're the young, name young of street. it. Yeah. Or okay. So no, was, Dundas is the. Oh, uh, okay. So second biggest, but they're changing the name of that because that guy was a slave owner. Yeah, but it, it was in relation to this, but it's like a, sort of a not even the same thing. You know what I mean? It wasn't the native thing, but anyways, they're just rewriting history. But like, know how much of a hassle that is if you live on Dundas Street and you're like, wait, so <clears throat> all my address just changed. Do you know what they like, changed I it have, to? They haven't actually changed it yet. Homo Lane. <laughs> <laughs> it will be something like that. It'll be like Homo. Black, it'll literally like you went from living on Dundas Street to like Black Lives, Indigenous, <laughs> Queer, Trans Lives Matter or something, and then you're Lane. Like, Lane. <laughs> it's not even a street anymore. It's not gay enough. <laughs> Streets aren't. I want Trudeau to come out and say this. Like, I just really support a guy sticking another man's ass. I do like, though, that Trudeau literally goes, you know who's really to blame for this? The Pope. He needs to apologize <laughs> for this shit. He, he, Trudeau literally said, he goes, the Pope needs to come to Canada and issue like a formal in-person apology. Yeah, he was, yeah, You're like, what, is he going to quarantine for two weeks and go in the hotel and shit? <laughs> Put him in the hotel, <laughs> charge him two grand for the hotel, the Pope. The Pope might get an exemption. I, I wanted Biden, when he does his whispers, to come out with his whispers, but also say uh, kind of like some low-key, <laughs> he comes out and he goes, I just want to say, John McAfee didn't kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Guys, I'm here to support women. If the deep state wouldn't start meddling in all of our lives. <laughs> you know, at some point he's going to fall asleep too during that. He's going to like lull himself to sleep with the whisper. That is kind of how you start talk when you start going to sleep. You go, listen, we're not following Tucker Carlson. It's just, <laughs> I know that a lot of rumors are going around. That... <laughs> he's got the nightcap. No, he definitely has the floppy nightcap. Have you heard the Ouija Max song, Hiding in the Bushes? No. So that's what it sounds like. It goes, he goes... It's this, uh, he's like a juggalo. Mm-hmm. And the gist is he goes, everyone, I, I committed a crime. Now I'm hiding in the bushes. <laughs> and it's a whisper song. And the whole video is he's in the bushes going, we're hiding in the bushes. It's him and some other rapper. And the two of them are hiding in the bushes for the whole music video because they're wanted by the police. This is what happens when we're hiding in the bushes. <laughs> Sounds very much Can't like Can't wait that. for the Biden remix. Um, Fauci's also been getting into the whisper game. What's Fauci been up to? He I says. I haven't seen much from him. The Delta variant. <laughs> it's coming. Oh, it's coming. The Delta variant. It's in your house. It's in your drawers. It's in your garage. And it's in your wife's pussy. Scared of Stay away from your wife's pussy. That's the thing, too, with Canada. It's like, even though it seems like... It's in your condoms. They're just going to shut everything down again. 
Oh, but the Delta variant is what we predicted in the the video that that the variant is very. So I don't know if you saw. And it's, it, they're saying it's more transmissible, but nobody's really like dying from it. I actually spoke with a comedian who I'll not name. The Delta variant. Who said is he's coming. like he's like I'm pretty sure I had it. He's like I've been he's like I'm vaccinated. I've been pretty sick for. Like a well, they had the Delta variant, and Danny had the Beta variant, and I have the Alpha variant. This is what writer. Wahajat Ali wrote about the Delta variant. He said, I see packed restaurants and people inside stores and malls with their kids, not even wearing masks. I feel like I'm in a horror movie. The Delta variant. Boom, boom, boom. Just admit you never want things to open again. We're still in a deadly pandemic and the Delta strain is coming. Boom, boom, boom. There, but there's going to be... This w- summer. What's after Delta? Epsilon? The Delta strain is coming to your house. I also have another trailer for a movie, Mrs. Doubtfire 2, where a man dresses up like Miss Doubtfire to get a job in the entertainment industry. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, I'm here for the writing gig. Hello, hello. I'm here for the job on the Lily Singh show. (laughs) He dresses up. That's the thing coming this summer. That's the new. That would actually. Mrs. Doubtfire too. Because if you somehow got that movie made and it was popular, like the powers that be in Hollywood would be not happy. Oh, getting a job. Oh, what? So you have to dress as a trans, be trans to get a job in Hollywood? He's not trans, Daniel. He's a woman. Oh, right. He is back as a woman and this time he's that's getting thing, a job though. in hollywood but that's the thing it doesn't it wouldn't even make sense to dress as a woman here's it my writing more pocket sense, it would more sense to lean into like you know do a sloppy job of it and be like oh no i'm trans i'm trans would help a little bit more well like maybe new, that's the new mrs doubtfire would be like are you a woman you go uh, yes miss doubtfire no, is though. back to get a job in hollywood and this time He's transparent about his cross-dressing <laughs> yeah. in more ways than one. <laughs> Ms. Doubtfire, too. Yeah, it's like instead of trying to hide, like taking a piss at a urinal, it's like open and it's like at the urinal. Be like, hey, Do not up? doubt Just... how fire she looks. <laughs> <laughs> if you doubt her ability to do a job as good as a man. That's a good yeah. g- g- trans girls being like, Oh, what? We can't do a job as good as a man? <laughs> and you're like, I mean, you I probably mean, you're, could. You're, I mean, also, you're trying to, you're applying for like a cashier at Staples. I think if, I think you're good. I think you'd do it. <laughs> Ms. Delphire is back to get a job as a first AD in a Hollywood film. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what's going on with that. Uh, Cooked Brains isn't happening. Prince Harry's here. Sort of a wacky episode, but also in other news... Uh, if you, you if you're an audio listener, you won't be able to see the Prince Harry is actually in the studio, and Prince Harry has oh, gone hello. full MGTOW. The suicide rates are higher because women beat us down. He's got a black eye too, uh, just because Megan keeps hitting him. MGTOW Prince Harry has a bl- <laughs> MGTOW <laughs> Prince he has a black eye, eye in a black hole men- where his wallet used yeah. to be. Because men can be abused too. Divorce courts are anti-men. I feel like my British accent's not as yeah, not, not bad. too bad today. Oh, no, it's your hair, Prince Harry. You don't need you don't need that baby anyway. You got a bachelor pad. The divorce cords are fucked. Oi, let me see my kids. <laughs> She's still in love with her ex boyfriend, that Chad Trevor Inglison, that fucking alpha Chad. <laughs> she whispers his Chad's name in when she's in bed with me. Women be shopping nonstop. Hello, I'd like to rent a panel van. 
<laughs> Imagine Prince Harry runs a panel there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Women be shopping for a new country for us to live in, too, where they pull me away from our family. So, MGTOW, Prince Harry. Universities are biased towards women, even though they graduate at a higher rate. <laughs> Prince Harold, keep t- Harold. Merkel might be listening. Yes. Anyways. His chick, his chick probably keeps a fucking... Women are I, stupid. Oh, come, now you're just being right, on the yeah, nose. that's not... They're not as good as things. He's running, really, he's running a talking really points. Now he's just... Way. Yeah, that's just... You're not even going your own way at this point. No. Bill Cosby's an innocent man. Oh. Uh, that's true. That's... I mean... So, uh, Daniel, you were celebrating that uh, one of your childhood heroes got out of prison. Absolutely. William... Co- a certain... Wi- a second William. A certain William. Us Williams got to stick together. William Cosby of if York. I- <laughs> If I was knighted, I would, if I was still in my position, I would knight Mr. Bill Cosby in a based move from Prince Harry. He will now announce Sir William Cosby. You think Cosby's going to be doing of like innocence. the podcast? <laughs> Sir William the, Cosby of innocence. You think he's going to be like the fucking doing Reuben and all that shit? Like, <laughs> like just, just a couple of comedians yeah, gapping it up. A yeah, couple goes, of clean comedians. He goes, yeah, it's the only ones who will take me. That's, I would love for Cosby to go on the fucking. Yeah, he's on Reuben. Did you see the thing with uh, the wife, the wives? What happened? The Cosby, with the, the fake, the fake wives. So the the OG wife, basically, because uh, you know there were two wives on the Cosby Show. Oh, the, oh no, 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 Cosby's oh, no, 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 wife no. from the show. Yeah, well, Cosby was yeah, from yeah. the show. Oh no, maybe it wasn't. She it was basically someone on the show came out and was like, uh, "Vindication," blah blah blah. Like, I saw that. Yeah, so and yes, then, and then no, the, but you didn't have two wives. The mom show. on the show, yeah, is what you're talking about. And she came was out like, "Fucking, you're crazy." Someone who was who was the other one? <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't. Okay, let's Hold just on. clear this up. What we're talking uh, about? Uh, Bill Cosby was um, vindicated of his crimes on essentially a technicality. Mm-hmm. And then the mom from the Cosby show came out and said, yeah, Felicia Rashad, finally, you stay strong, King, mm-hmm. finally vindicated after, uh, you know, the justice. This is what she goes. She goes, finally, a terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. Correct. Yeah. Five exclamation marks. And some likes on it. Uh, big ratio. Hollywood wasn't happy. I noticed Judd Apatow quote tweeted and he said, you should meet up with some of the victims. Um, I suggest I urge you to do so. Very nice tone. Kind of a little different tone than he normally uses with other people. But Judd Apatow keeps it a little on the level when he's talking to his Hollywood cronies. Uh, if that was anyone else, they'd be uh, in quite the trouble mm-hmm. with Mr. Apatow. I didn't actually know this, that he said that he goes, he got three to 10 years and he literally said that I'll serve all 10 years rather than like acknowledging any remorse <laughs> over what I did because he's like I didn't do anything Prince Harry the best likey is, likey the best is like the Tariq Nasheeds I love dude the black community is pretty split on it I'd say well the, you know if you because you didn't I'll, quote tweet uh, that positively a single white person no. white people are not happy no of course not black people are probably 50 50 well lot a lot of, of them feel like they're you know they're told in so many other things that they're getting fucked so then naturally logic is is it not possible that like all the race stuff and how we're getting fucked and everything else. Could this not potentially be an example of that? What did Tariq Nashad say? Okay, so... The gist of it was was like, hell yeah, brother. Uh, let's see. He, he's got a, he had a lot. His whole thing was basically Cosby yesterday. Uh, uh, yeah, Cosby vowed to find the real... Uh, <laughs> the real oh, his whole rapist. thing was... He had... 
a million fucking Cosby takes. I'm trying to find Bill Cosby will finally be released after that racist ass wish hunt sentence that never should have happened in the first place. The bogus conviction against Bill Cosby was rightfully overturned because pulling illegal and unconstitutional maneuvers within the court system to facilitate monetary shakedowns is monetary mockery of the judicial system. And I mean, that is what happened. They basically just, they, yeah. he got released on a technicality because they did, they used his, I mean, that, this is what they always well, do. Well, that would be the equivalent of them convicting OJ for the murder because in the civil suit. He yeah, said yeah, no, I it, got it. Yeah, so it's like, And it does, it is that thing where it's like, you know, because so right now there's like a ton of activist judges, right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, uh, basically, you need to make sure that the activist judges are going to be seeing this case on all lines because there's a you know legal precedents, everything. But you'll see so many judges that you know do cases. Uh, they make their verdicts based on their political beliefs and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? Yeah. But that doesn't factor in the fact that you can appeal and go to another courts and all that sort of stuff. So it's like. Yeah, one judge can kind of do their activist stuff, but you actually have to follow the laws. Yeah. And again, who wanted to be the judge during the height of Me Too being like, Bill Cosby is innocent? Yeah, I I see nothing wrong here. So yeah, it was a rock and a hard place for whoever that was. Um, This is another good tweet. Bill Cosby is being released because the white supremacist culture of white women falsely accusing black men of rape is a travesty of justice and it minimizes real cases. Stay strong, King. Yeah. There was... (laughs) How's your ass taste? Well, that was that was his, his uh, song. Who's that one? Tariq Nasheed. Remember, there was like he had some raps. Oh, I didn't know he was a rapper. Yeah, I yeah, honestly he, know he him had for like being a, like a Twitter personality. He had like a small period where he did some raps. Well, I want to say that I'm on the side of females, so I would like to celebrate the fifth female pilot entering the Israeli Air Force. So a lot of articles about nice. this, and I. I I'd, I'd low, like to, to be honest. Yeah, I well, for me, I would like. Well, they have bad vision, right? Yeah. yeah um, right, right, right. All they can do is see in the past. <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> snap. I, what, what, how far do you think this goes? Are they going to be congratulating and writing articles about the tenth? The yeah, yeah, sixth. <laughs> when does it end? When do you tell me? When do women start stop patting themselves on the back? I mean, is I'll, it at eleven? I'll say the one thing about this is the fifth. I, like, I don't think they've been kept out of this because in Israel, going to the army is mandatory. Yeah, it's almost. Like, and, like, I've met chicks before, Israeli girls or whatever, who are like, yeah, I was, like, you know, literally. Oh, they break your dick sol- off when you But they were like, I was a soldier and I was, like, you know, I shot people and, like, all that stuff. Like, they're not like, oh, I was, like, uh, fucking sweeping floors while, like, the men did. Like, they're doing the shit. Yeah, they're slamming so your I, dick in a Torah. I don't feel like it's, this, <laughs> I don't feel it's the kind of thing where they're being prevented from it. Well, clearly not. There's five of them yes, out of a hundred, Daniel. <laughs> Um, Wait, ever or currently? Currently, I oh. think I might be ever, but it might be something that's not that. Uh, but mm. it was a, bi- a big, big news for women that there's fifth. I was seeing these articles and these are my favorite when it's like the third gay person is like a regional congressman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go, honestly, the level of patting themselves on the back, it's like the equivalent of uh, you coming <clears throat> home every night to your chick and just being like, I did a 10-minute set today. I accomplished that. Yeah. I did th- a second 10-minute set on stage. I ac- overcame my fears to do stand-up comedy. I'm the f- I am the 10,000th fat gay oh, yeah. podcaster. They have, f- they have five female <laughs> fire- fighter pilots ever. You know what's funny is that Danny gets more Jewish complaints than probably anyone I actually I got a tweet, too, from somebody <clears throat> the other day. Uh, the, so... 
People aren't happy. So Danny does they, uh, uh, this uh, joke. We'll just say the yeah, joke. Yeah, you say yeah, that your grandmother was in the Holocaust. Like, oh, no, she has a camp stamp, but it's a tramp stamp. Or on her lower tramp, back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of, but a lot of it is people are like, you know, there's a lot of like anti-Semitic, that, that's the thing they go, there's a lot of like anti-Semitic, and you're like, first off, there's not really, like, you know, you see these odd instances. Well, there is in my house behind closed doors. <laughs> like, you see these instances on fucking, you know, CNN from like a month ago that they might be replaying, but it's like, you know, I don't know anybody, like nobody I know knows anybody who has been like, oh, I was a victim of anti-Semitism, like. Other than like tweets that are almost close to shit posting. Yeah, and they're like, they have been going on since Twitter started. Well, this is maybe three weekends in a row where a person has had a fucking meltdown over Danny's jokes. Yeah, people be melting. We had uh, way more than me, because I, you know, I talk about that stuff a lot too, and I almost get no flack, but Danny's like Holocaust joke yeah, people really are. flips people off, and it probably bought, you, he, Danny got in a fight at the stand with a guy that fucking Not even wasn't Jewish. Jewish. Yeah, I know. He he was wasted, though. But yeah, he wanted to fight me. Yeah. He, like, legit was, like, fucking waiting to fight me. He was like, you know, you're culturally appropriating anti-Semites by doing those <laughs> jokes. And I, that's my he goes, That's my thing. That's my thing. But we had we were at the fucking, uh, 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 sh- like, three weeks ago we're at the show. Lady, like, flips out, writes on the comment card, storms out. Mm-hmm. Then this weekend you had yeah, someone. Caroline's the woman came up to me, and she was, like, with her Jewish friend. She's like, I'm, I'm, I'm Jewish. She was Southern for some reason. Okay. But not for some reason she was. but uh, And then, yeah, she was not happy about it. She was basically saying, you know, you shouldn't do those jokes. They're rising in. She goes, people don't believe the Holocaust. Some people don't believe the Holocaust happened. I'm like, I don't think they're here. Like, I literally said, I'm like, I don't think they're here. <laughs> right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, like, nothing about my joke is like, you go, oh, that's kind of makes sense. I believe that the Holocaust didn't happen. I'm going to use that. And I also in my believe argument. that, yeah, his grandma can't. Yeah, yeah, like, in my argument of why I think the Holocaust didn't happen, I'm going to use that comedian's joke. Well, the funny, I always, the funniest part of that joke is me is you go, is it better if I do those jokes if I'm Jewish? I'm not. I just, yeah, 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 no, yeah. I am. It's all better now. <laughs> yeah, it's and all, it turns out it's not all better now. It's not all better now. No, <laughs> it's not. To some people, <laughs> but but I had for every two, you know, those people, ten people come up to me and be like, "Oh, that's lies." No, no, for there are every lots two of people, he gets he has for every no. Danny's like for every two people I get that don't like those jokes, I have ten people that don't like the other jokes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for for the all in all, it seems like a lot of people just don't like the jokes. <laughs> I, you, oh, I'm, no, no, I'm Jewish. They go, Jew, we don't care about. Yeah, the, we're offended by how bad the jokes are. Yeah. But we wanted to do a review because we wanted to support women in the wake of all this stuff happening. Women and, are sick, by the way. Uh, dude, you t- honestly took... Did you know I was going to say that? <laughs> no. <laughs> you took the words out of my mouth <laughs> that they're sick. You literally took the words... I had no idea. No, it's... Honestly, it's like you have a fucking invisible hand, Adam Smith style. So you shoved down my throat, grabbed my vocal cords, and just, found the phrase that I was about to say that women are sick. Women are sick. <clears throat> and... As a tribute, what we're going to do, and I know this is normally the boys cast, but we're going to do a tribute and go through the top 10 most successful and richest women in the world, most of them self-made, and we just want to go through- All of them self-made, even if they're not self-made. Well, I think they all are self-made, so we're going to go through and just literally top 10 and just give props to women who have made the world a better place while making themselves a fortune. So number 10- Iris Fontbonna. 
So props to Iris. Um, let's see what she was up to. She is the widow of Andrew. Oh, okay. So that one, uh, that one uh, made the money mining, from a widow. He built a mining. He and built beverage. a mine. Well, we're not talking about guys right now, Danny. Yeah, so yeah. he built a mining and beverage fortune, which she then. Okay, well, you know we will just skip good, her. Good for him though. Good, but, yeah, good yeah, for yeah, him. But, but we're not, not here. That's we're not, not the segment. That's not the segment. That's we're not, not the here segment. To but good give for props him. to men. Yeah, we're here yeah, for yeah, girls. Yeah. So. There's still nine more to go. Gina Reinhardt. So congratulations. She's Australia's richest person, not even a richest woman. Uh, Again, that's why she's on the list, and that's why we are celebrating her. She's chair of the mining and agricultural company Hancock Prospecting, which was founded by her father, and she inherited... Okay, Uh, so that's another mm -hmm. one that uh, didn't do it herself. Okay. So Gina, you know, good for her for taking it and not wrecking it. Right, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. she didn't make the money, but she was able to keep the fortune intact. So that's something. That's something. So yeah. you know, but you know, I'm sure there's some on this list that um, top ten. So it's got to mm-hmm. be a couple. Number eight is Susan Clatton. So car sales recovered from a slump early in the pandemic, and they got a 10.9 billion rise in the BMW Here's fortune. Oh. So okay, inherited. The but maybe money BMW was started by a woman. Uh, no, unfortunately the mother inherited it from the father. So, okay. So again, uh, Susan, uh, was able to keep the BMW legacy alive though. So yeah, I mean, great car. Yeah. Great car. So, and if anything, her dad probably, um, postmortemly learned from her. If her dad was still alive, he would probably made more money in her presence. So Number seven, we have Yang Huang. So great name. Uh, Yang Huayan owns about 50, 58% of a China-based real estate developer. Nice chunk. Yeah, nice, nice little piece of nice little you know, property. Yeah. So what does Bezos own in Amazon? I don't think it's 58%. Oh, um, her father, its founder. Yeah. Oh. Okay, well, that's... We just, the gods of men that yeah, uh, yeah we're, we've upset them because and this is a tape that someone gave me at the show. Oh, nice. um, I, I'm putting all the knickknacks people give me, but that one was her father uh, has been transferring her equity in the business since 2000. We're gonna move oh, on okay. probably. Um, so props again just for hanging in there with the money. Um, number six, we got Jacqueline Mars. So a round of applause for Jacqueline. Jackie. 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 <laughs> Jackie. Ba- uh, hey, red pilled Prince Harry, sit down. This isn't a segment for you. We're trying to no, do props no, no, to no. women at their time of need. We don't need you to get involved. Jacqueline Mars. You know, uh, maybe she invented Mars. I don't know what it is. The but she, planet? Uh, she may have invented the planet. And even if she was the size of a planet, I would still consider her beautiful because that's how I see women. Also, she has a net worth of $31 billion, so kind of look past the size. Look past the size at that net worth. And she has one-third of Mars Incorporated, so I think she runs half a space from the sounds of it. Uh, the candy company and pet care. I didn't know that was started oh. by a woman. That's amazing. So yeah, women good. started the can- The company was founded by Jacqueline's grandfather. Oh. Mm. To be honest... Um, She's bringing awareness to the brand because I wouldn't even have known about. Yeah, any I mean, of you this. thought it was a planet. I thought it was a you planet. Thought this was planet stuff. Not so the she Mars may have not made company. the money, Jacqueline Mars. But I, to be completely honest, and this is on the level right now, I did not know and wouldn't have thought that Mars was named after a guy named Mars. Mm-hmm. 
I actually lost a bet. There's a company called Wetzel's Pretzels, mm-hmm. if you're familiar. Yeah. And I bet $100 to Waldo that it wasn't, that it wasn't the guy's name wasn't Wetzel. Oh, I would have bet it, that it was. I, well, I, for some reason, I thought the name wasn't Wetzel. Well, I don't know. So your name is Wetzel and you go, I'm starting a, you start a company that rhymes with your name. Oh, that was, I'm sure he was like trying to figure out and he goes, Wetzel. He came up with the name first. That's what I'm saying. So, but would you start a, you know, a pan company because your name's Dan and you go Dan's pans. (laughs) Imagine I started a Brian company where I prostitute men named Brian (laughs) just because my Ryan's worst idea, a male prostitute company called Ryan's Brian's Brian's Brian's. just because my name's Ryan. So I thought you're the pimp and they're the Brian's. Yeah. So I have a history of not thinking Mars. I didn't think Mars. Ron's John's. Well, again, Jacqueline, we're going to have to move on to number five. We're in the top fucking stretch. So there's going to be some fucking heavy hitting women right here. And I do not mean weight once again, but even if I do, these are rich women, powerful women. I do not mean strength wise. They're beautiful, Mm -hmm. beautiful, rich, powerful. And if anything, those top five that haven't started the companies, that just goes to show you that we actually need more diversity in startup founders. I agree. So when we, what they should do is once men start companies, they should replace the founder around the five-year mark with a woman. I think that should be government mandated. We have Miriam Adelson now controls 56% stake in, in the casino operator in Las Vegas Sands that was formerly owned by her husband. All right, guys, we should have looked at this list before. So, okay, so she took her Good casino, though. Good casino, and I'm sure that... And also this family is they... Uh... They're the ones who, you know, like that birthright thing. Okay. That's like they fund it. They fund it. Yeah. Okay. So, so you know. are sending Jews to Israel. Sending Jews to Israel. So that's something. So props to her. But it was for still him. Behind every man. But it was still him, though. I do. But at the same time, behind every great man, there's a woman in front of him taking the credit. That's, <laughs> oh, did I say that saying wrong? Uh, Number four, Julia Koch. Like and I'm sure she made the money in the widow of David Koch. Mm. Hmm. Well, you know what? I actually do, in this case, want to applaud her for putting in the hard work of waiting for him to die. Yeah, that, that's something. That's something. Mackenzie Scott uh, from, oh, that's yeah. Amazon. So, Number two, I think self-made woman, Alice Walton. So, hmm, daughter of Sam Walton, lost her spot of the world's richest women. Hmm. Well. Oprah's not on this list, huh? No, Oprah's not on this list. Oprah, she's kind of self-made, though. I think Oprah is self-made, other than that guy. What's that guy's name? (laughs) Number one. Francois Betancourt's Myers and family. She inherited her fortune from her mother. So, the number one inherited her fortune from her mother, whose father, Eugene Schuler, founded L'Oreal. Okay. Huh. So, you know what? We'll come back next week with a better tribute to yeah, women. Yeah, we got to do more research, I think. Yeah, we have the to problem do more- is we didn't... I didn't look at the list. Do you think there's any players in the WNBA who might be on this list? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> They've been making... I think... You know what would be big if a man yeah. made all his money and then turned to trans and then you could have like... like if, and that would be the world. Like if Elon Musk just went trans for a day to be world's richest woman and, and, would it wor- be... and both world's richest woman and world's richest man. That would be... That'd be fine. I think that would be acceptable. So I do want to apologize to women because we meant we meant to do a tribute and it turned out to be something Women else. are sick though. Still sick. Still sick. So dope. So fucking Just dope. Just in case there was any... 
And before we move on with this episode, do want to do a shout out to the sponsor of this week at Ryan Long Comedy, Forbidden Clothes, who are now offering three shirts for 60 bucks plus free shipping and handling on orders for 100 bucks. Promo code Ryan10. And if you saw my video this week, I went through some of the hate mail that guy gets. Yeah. Did you see it? No, I didn't see it. So this guy fucking, he gets like, legitimately because his whole thing is yeah his whole thing is he's a troublemaker he's a troublemaker I mean, you want to be a troublemaker doesn't like the vaccines yeah, doesn't like yeah. fauci he would hate you know he might make a base fauci shirt but he i i've gotten hate mail for like doing sponsors with them really yeah people will send me messages and be like yo you shouldn't work with that company that guy's you know he's just like some dude is it's funny how i mean it used to be it's kind of like og conspiracy shit too that he's into mm-hmm. and i guess just like nonconformist shit or whatever but OG conspiracy shit really got like tied up as the worst thing you could be right now. Mm-hmm. You know, well, what I mean? Alex Jones, like I remember when it was like coast to coast was like, this is just like a fun. It's almost like a wacky thing. Yeah, it was like a hobby almost. You're into it conspiracies. Was. If you had a like... guy that was into conspiracy theories, who was a buddy. It wasn't like, oh, that guy's the devil. No, it was like, you know, he'd say some things you'd like entertain it. You'd be like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And they would be like the chemtrails. And you'd be like, OK, yeah. Like... Well, you know what happened with this? Like anything is conspiracies flew too close to politics. Yeah. Wouldn't that probably be accurate? Kind of. And then also, like, you know, they were trying to, like, you know, a a lot of it had, I I don't remember pre-Trump anybody caring about conspiracy people. And then Trump was, like, in bed with Alex Jones. And then Alex Jones, all of a sudden, like, everybody's, like, vilifying him for the Sandy Hook stuff. And then they're, like, kind of throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Anybody who's into conspiracies is basically, like, fine with, you know, going to Sandy Hook victims' families and yeah, but, saying their kids weren't killed and they were actors. And yeah, that, 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 that set it off. And then on top of that, yeah, it just became, like, too specific and tied in with Trump and all mm-hmm. that sort of it stuff. It was Trump, but, though. It was, like, just like so many things. It was just... It was all Trump. It was those people were kind of, like, close enough to Trump where they would go, okay, all conspiracy people are bad. Well, the clothes are more forbidden than a ball gag in leather, um, which leads me into the next segment, which I will be talking about because this was probably the most requested segment on the show. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff too, but this one I'm going to go through because this is the Washington post who did an uh, article that said the Jeff Bezos times. Yeah. The Jeff Bezos times Bezos. pretty well. It's kind of that idea where everyone kind of talks about this, uh, you know, they're like, oh, first things f- first. You say, no, there's literally what are we gonna get? Dogs are marrying each yeah, other, yeah, exactly. Like- and then they're like, ah, what's wrong with that? So the article is about Pride Month kink consent, and she says, yes, my parent, my kids should be at the kink. Kink should be at Pride is the premise of her article, and it's a woman saying why kink, like which is. Ball gags. Danny, you elaborate. This is sort you know, of your it's domain. Like furry. You're dressed as a furry. Furry would be uh, pro- probably in the less aggressive sect. The more aggressive sect is like, you know, wearing basically a thong. You're on a leash with another guy whipping you and all yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, just pretty normal stuff. Kevin, you're, you know, having people spit in your mouth. But she said, our family often took the train to Philadelphia when we were young. But as we rode across the bridge to attend the Pride... My wife's leg bounced with nervous jitter. She squeezed my hand, worried that she might run into a colleague or be harassed by a stranger. My wife is trans, but she wasn't out at the time. With our children, now we're at the parade and our children grew tired of marching. We plopped onto a nearby curb. Just as we got settled, our elementary school 
Our elementary schooler pointed in the direction of oncoming floats, raised an eyebrow at a bare-chested man in dark sunglasses whose black leather suspenders clipped onto a leather thong. Nice. Pretty fucking hot. You didn't tell me you went to Pride. It's pretty fucking hot, dude. The man paused to be spanked playfully by a partner with a flog. What are they doing, my curious kid asked as our toddler cheered them on. I told you my my first memory of Pride was we were in a car going to the Ontario place and we got stuck in the car in the Pride parade and someone came in the window wearing like leather and he goes, we're proud, we're gay, so get out of our way. <laughs> Funniest thing ever. The pair was on a few dozen kinksters who danced up and down the streets, laughing together as they twirled their whips and batons, some leading companions in leashes. At the time, my children were too young to understand the nuance of the situation. I told them the truth. These folks were members of the community celebrating who they are and what they do. So it doesn't sound that crazy right now. No. But then they said... Uh, so respectability politics demand that queer people assimilate as much as possible and assess cis and heteronormative, hewing to mainstream cultural standards, including kink and pride, open space for the families to have necessary and powerful conversations with young people about health, safety, consent, and most uniquely, pleasure. I love consent, by the way. I love consent, and I love talking to my talking to young kids about how to be, how, be pleasure. How to pleasure themselves. We don't talk to our children enough about pursuing sex to fulfill <laughs> carnal needs and no, their definitely. delight to captivate us in our moment. What do you think? Def- definitely not enough. Do you think we talk to the kids enough about... No, the dialogues need to open. The dialogues with seven-year-olds about how to fulfill themselves pleasure. And just like, you Pre- know what... Prebubescent diff- children, for sure. Yeah, you know, just different... You know what, uh, like LGBT, like a lot of these activists turned into, they turned into uh, like a bad stepdad that's like showing your kid porn way too early, like that. They turned into a bad stepdad that's kind of like, kids, come here, I want to show you something. This right here, it's called a BBC. <laughs> they're like fucking religious zealots, just the other way. They're like, they're, instead of God hates fags, or God loves fags, and they're like, God fucking, demands yeah, them. God demands fags, and they're like, <laughs> you know, they're protesting and outside of stuff and they're like dude i the telling you teaching your fucking eight-year-old about like what's fucking how to get the most pleasure like you know yeah so your clit's gonna be stimulated you yeah. go i don't your know. clit gets engorged as does the pe-. and you're like what that's uh you go i i get it's one of those things where all the gay people that are just your average person, but sexually they're gay. Uh-huh. And and this is what they said. They go, it turns it into heteronormative. Like if you're making the pride parade this, it's like, yeah. And 90% of gay people are that they're like our standards. You go, what's what places has standards where you teach your kids about sex other than maybe Rome. <laughs> yeah. Where the kids are treated like fucking objects for the wealthy. And Hollywood. Or you're like, you know, or you're like, you know, just in pretty fucking vanilla, like sex ed class when you're 10 or 11. Like, well, yeah, if you want, but if my teacher was forced to show me, you show up like your teacher just shows up in a ball gag and goes, we're going (laughs) to learn some things today, kids. (laughs) All right. I'm going to bring my partner, Jerome. in. (laughs) Okay, this is called getting down on all fours like a cum slut that you are. Okay. So the the funny it's it starts out where they're just like you know everyone should be included and then they're like we should teach our kids about sex it's like have <laughs> fun yeah you're allowed but this is and but you go the it's also the give them an inch take a mile thing where it's like if you just said you know whatever being gay is about this it's like no, 
uh, these people have a obsession with combining causes. Uh-huh. So they can't just be like gay pride. They have to be like, and, and which it's, and like, almost, it's like we're for kink and freeing Palestine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're like, because oh. what they want to say is if you're in a kink, like you're the guy that goes, I need to go to the place where I fucking pay the money, have myself put in a harness. And they go, if you think that's weird, you're homophobic. They want to piggyback off the fact that people don't care if you're gay. Mm-hmm. That's probably the best that's way to describe probably, it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So what they do is basically almost no one cares if you're gay. So they need to go, well, people feel weird about teaching our kids about ball gags in our mouth. So we go, hey, can we use a bit of that gay clout? Please, <laughs> sir. Can I have some clout? May I have some? May I have some clout? May I? May I use some of that gay clout capital? What like in, when for my s- kink shame? I don't have a subscription to this uh, Washington Post, the Jeff Bezos Times, but um, like, what do they list specific kinks or just kink in general? Maybe, uh, yeah, yeah, no, they were going into it, yeah. but it's you know, it's they. Well, the one that they're talking about is like a guy getting spanked by another man and whatever. And you go, I, I can see if you go, listen. I'm not going to bring my kids to pride if that's what it's going to be. And, or I can also see how people, and they go, it's kind of an adult parade Mm -hmm. and that's what's going on there. And I can also see how other people say, uh, that are in part of the gay community be like, Hey, why don't we just not do that stuff? Cause we want to make it like pretty kid. Well, the thing is, imagine you're still on the fence about going to pride and then you're like, wait, this is what it is now. Like you were (laughs) like, you were like on the fence about it going 10 years ago. And then it was pretty aggressive in Toronto. I I guess it was always been pretty aggressive. Yeah. I guess it's always been, you know, it is what it is. If you want your kids to go to that fine, but it's like the part where you're like, we need like, they couldn't just stop as at like, yeah, yeah. We're going to teach our, we're going to fucking show our kids sex shit when they're seven. They go, and everyone should. Yeah, yeah. Like, it should be mandatory. You're, yeah, yeah. You're homophobic if you don't. It was like, just do your fucking weird shit. Bring your kids to your weird shit. But you have to... They can't... But they can't. It's the, it's the just girl shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. They can't just leave it at that. Um, one thing that I was going to say is uh, they had, they've had some fucking wild takes lately where there was an article that said parents being urged to ask their baby's permission before they change their nap nappy. It's a British article and it came out and it was a video. Oh, for it's, a, it's a video, right? Yeah. I and remember it, this. Yeah. 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 No, there's a new one. Oh, there's a new one. There's a new one. And it kind of going viral again. And it basically it's uh they go before they change the baby, they go, you should ask their consent before you pick them up. And you go, the baby can't talk. No. Basically their, their premise is you need to treat the babies like they're Kings. <laughs> If you, if any other, like, uh, if aliens came down and they saw like these, all the little people, <laughs> the babies, the babies, and then all these adults hovered around being like, may I feed you? <laughs> may I pick you up? May I change your shit, please, sire? Sir. And, but, and then you go, why are they doing that? Do they worship the baby? And you're like. Quite the contrary. This is for them. Yeah, it's for them. It's the babies don't understand the concept of Yeah, consent. babies don't understand any of this, but they think adults should do this, so they're trying to set some bizarre example and by, you know... Who is the example for? The internet that they made their viral video right. for. Because, like, imagine someone's doing that, but, like, nobody's watching. 
Like that's like, you know, like you're psychotically asking your baby for consent, but you're like, there's nobody there to like learn from this example. Nobody's there to learn for example. But then also when you're in the old age home, cause you, Danny always breaks in the old age home just to check out the talent the old and you're not going to just randomly change some lady's diaper without asking. No. So it bleeds into other lives. You start with asking your baby, but then when you broke into the, <laughs> the facility, the facility. For, to do your deeds, do you think that, um, Here's a question. Yeah. Are white men to blame that white women got so out of control? Are, are we at fault here that, you know, that a lot of dudes have let the flock run wild? <laughs> they're just like, white women are just like hecklers at a comedy show. They just think they're helping. And I consider Indian women in the same category as white women. White women, yeah. I felt like culturally, uh, Indian women have all the same sort of, especially ones that are here, because most, a lot of Indian women here like they were kind of like rich when they were in india like their family came here mm -hmm. so they're like upper class kind of liberals yeah. and then they came here and they have all like you know uh, college kid white girl politics but they have the extra added thing where they're kind of not white so they can get a little extra a little, sad, a little, little extra, extra sassy. sassier whereas white girls have to a little bit be on the defensive mm -hmm. but it is uh i mean all this shit's like white girl shit and it's it's i think that all now other other people are all getting involved in it, but I did a, uh, Michaela Peterson's podcast. Yeah. And the day after I did it. So I guess, you know, there's these people that just kind of like watch people on the internet and try to, you know, they like the reactions. Yeah. Like, the equivalent of no, no, no. So the equivalent of like when someone's canceled at a, like in comedy uh -huh. and then you go to a tour, there's people that just like email every venue. Yeah. Yeah. Just being like, just so you know, this guy, like this guy said did... some bad shit back right, in the day. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. So when I did Michaela Peterson's thing, I had some people message me being like, just so you know, the Petersons are <laughs> bad news. Yeah. So they just like watch Jordan Peterson and he sent me a message being like, Hey, um, I think you should be aware of this, but Jordan Peterson's talking points are linked to Nazism. And I wrote a whole book about it. Here's a link to the book. Uh, I think you should be disassociating with the Petersons. <laughs> and <laughs> he sent me, <laughs> he wrote a book. Just so you know, he is against compelled speech. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And you go, okay, yeah. Yeah, Hitler also, uh, that. like he'll say things like Hitler also said, like a country is important or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he, he made a whole like list of uh, things that Jordan Peterson said and why it's the same shit that Hitler said. And he wrote a whole book about this. And he spends his time messaging people on on social media platforms. But does he think it's a way to promote his book? Like, is this a guy who's like books not do, like a self published book that's not doing? Pretty I can't imagine this book's smashing. But I'm saying, is he hoping that you read it and go, "Oh shit!" And then you're like, "Yo, everybody, check out this book." I Dude, was wrong. I opened my eyes. You go, "I was fucking wrong. I can't believe I would go on this girl's podcast." <laughs> yeah, yeah, more like Jordan Hamler. Yeah, I'm fucking tearing out my University of Toronto diploma just because I don't want to be associated with a school that would hire him. In that wild. Yeah. And then I, I, I saw this other one. These are like <laughs> the takes where it's run wild and probably everyone's involved with it, but it started out from white women and probably a little bit from white men being bitches. Yeah. Like oh, you yeah. have to think that, you know what I mean? That's what we, our body was saying. Yeah, we were that. talking about this earlier, but so there's this study that was super interesting and it was a scientific journal. So, and basically it said, do we think, so do you know how the idea is, uh, you know, being an activist, it never ends, right? Mm -hmm. Because, so they did this study and they said, basically, 
if we're looking for something and they re- and they remove the thing, people start expanding their definitions of what it is. And they did all these scientific studies and they said, do we think the problem persists when it become less frequent? When the signal the person is looking for becomes rare, the person naturally responds by broadening his or her definition of the signal. The, so they did the level participation of colors, judgment of ethics. That's what the two things. So they did blue dots. And when they started removing the blue dots, people's brains started calling purple dots and other dots of other colors uh, of uh, blue. So it's the same thing as when you're looking for um, when they said threatening faces, for example. So they go when they do threatening faces and they then they started saying, OK, how many of these faces look threatening? And then when they start removing the threatening faces, now that they have the word threatening faces in and they're looking for them, they would find more threatening faces and they would start calling very neutral faces threatening. Mm-hmm. But in the opposite, they wouldn't have called them neutral. So I guess it's, it's I mean, kind the of crazy awkward. thing is with the dots, because you're like, here's a blue dot, here's a red dot. And then they're just like, there's no more blue ones. And then they're like, well, that's blue. Well, our brains are easily trickable. I mean, how many times have you done those puzzles where, do you know what I mean? It'll yeah. be like, what color is this? And then it, it tricks your brain and then you go, and then it goes, put your hand over the other dot and you go, no, it was red. The way that your brain yeah, like yeah, interfaces like, with certain chem- uh, and things colors and, and colors stuff. and chemicals, so it is easy able to hack. But you can see, I mean, everyone's seen this, but they just did a study that actually proved it, which was kind of interesting. But they, so when you're looking for it everywhere, and also the opposite of that is when you think that your thing can solve everything too. So they said queer and trans wisdom is the key to surviving the climate apocalypse. That's what I've been saying, actually. <laughs> I wrote a blog about it. So this is what this is what they said. They, go, they have lived experience that can help us navigate the climate crisis. Queerness is a rejection of individualism and capitalism and competition. LGBTQ activists have been the front lines of popular resistance movements for collective liberalization. And we must organize and fight against capitalism, colonialism and white supremacy. We shall overcome. We shall. So again, can't jamming the causes in, but the climate change thing, I've been seeing some wild climate change takes where it's like clear. The weirdest part to this and you go, you know, China and India are the, and they go, wow, that's white supremacy too, I guess. But yeah, I want to see a black comic do a, you know how that climate be changing like a woke BT comic from the nineties. Climate be changing. <laughs> kind of the answer to everything though that's what i was saying when you find it's the also the solution for everything where it's Mm -hmm. like hey how do i open this jar collective bargaining queerness (laughs) white supremacy what what are you talking about it's just kind of the catch-all answer for everything queerness i know queerness helps everything the nfl queerness yeah i you think there's an article somewhere about how queerness and how how queerness can fix climate change it must be that's what it is yeah it must be like that's essentially what they're proposing I saw some, but the other wild global warming takes, they said um, fat shaming is like a huge contributor. And the reason they said, which is like, how do you not realize this is funny when you're reading it? Okay, <laughs> well, guess, that, guess what you think it is. Sorry, fat, sh- say this again. So f- fat phobia is like a contributing factor to climate change. To climate change. I'm trying to think, because it wouldn't be, it would be one thing if there wasn't fat phobia and then they'd be eating more and that would be like increasing yeah you'd think that a little bit yeah the carbon footprint and stuff because there's more Mm. okay so what the reason is is because of fat phobia all the models are skinny yeah so when all the fat people buy clothes they have to buy the wrong sizes and then they throw out their clothes so it's because of fast fashion 
there's more clothes getting thrown oh, out and they have to make more clothes. So they're because, making more clothes and then there's more. Because the models are too skinny and fat people order the wrong sizes. And then also maybe <laughs> the fat people are like, because of the fat phobia, they're eating even more. Yeah. So, so there's like fat more. phobia makes them eat more. And then another one, a good headline, white people are bad for the environment. <laughs> That's <laughs> <headline. true. laughs> ah, I mean, shit. it is getting hot. They are bad for the environment. They are, yeah. <laughs> well, so to, because of the activist stuff we were talking about, the... Our buddy sent us this too, but an interesting point is the more people live at home than ever before. Mm-hmm. Isn't that wild? But so, does that count? The, uh, the, like that's not counting COVID. Is it's it? counting COVID. That's uh, that's see uh, with that I'll say because you know they they have all these in the stock market and the economy right now they have all these things being like you know inflation's crazy and you're like yes if you shut everything down. And then reopen it. Yeah, you're going to have these crazy well, spikes. Well, inflation's because of just printing. But also, when but, a problem comes along, you must print it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, also, you know, print it. Yeah, if print if, it good, like, or whatever. Fucking airline travel is up a, a thousand percent. You're like, yeah, because it was at zero. No, I understand that component. But anyways, of it. all that's all I'm asking is, is but it this... is still up regardless. Mm-hmm. So it's highest ever right now since the Great Depression. Okay, but even without COVID, it was still at a like fifty percent rate. And the, it went up the most in white dudes. Mm-hmm. So that's the Italian point. though, because that doesn't count. No, but that's what I'm saying. It almost like because uh, if you make it a race thing, it's like it essentially COVID essentially turned everyone Filipino or Italian. Yeah, that's like the thing where you live at your home till you're 100 years old. Yeah. In July, 52 percent of young adults who resided with one or both parents up from 47 percent in February. But if you when you and I'm not I actually don't take the. I know there's a lot of, uh, you know, okay, boomer conservatives that their take on it is always, and I, I, I have people that I know that are older that they're, you know, they're kind of always just like, you know, young people are kind of snowflake losers, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and they don't want to look at their participation in that. Like we have to evaluate our participation and not keeping the chicks, the flock under control. Yeah, yeah of course. But there is, you go, well, uh, yeah, because- you fucking get worse jobs at a university. House, houses are a million times more money. You know, you need to kind of be rich to live in New York. And it, maybe you don't get to live in New York. Maybe you live in fucking somewhere else. But the prospects aren't as good. No. Especially if you're not one of the, you know, like when they're helping women more. And so many people are saddled with fucking a big thing is like all these people were told, go get a huge college debt. education. That's the key to prosperity. And then it's actually the key to just like indentured servitude for the rest of your life. Right. And it's actually worth jack shit. Exactly. So I think it, it fucking irritates me when you see these kind of like 55 year olds. They'll like pull yourself up from the bootstraps types mm-hmm. that are talking about young people. And they're like, you know, oh, like they're just lazy and this and that. And you're just like, well, why? Why do you think that is? Mm-hmm. It's like they do the same thing as fucking AOC where they think people don't move on incentives. You know what I mean? Yeah. You go, oh, like everyone's genetic makeup didn't just change. Sure, there's some of this like fucking woke stuff that infected it. But it's like, well, where does that stuff come from? It comes from people don't, you know, when do people start being activists? It's been they don't have as big a prospect. Yeah. And also people were lied to about how things work. You know, yeah, people were not even that they were lied to. It the like how things work changed. Like the fact is, is like, you know, when we were in high school, there'd be like the you know, there'd be like the whatever, the like two different classes, and you know, some kids would do like the trades classes and they would be seen as the dumber kids, whereas all those kids are guaranteed, like on average, doing better than Pussy. all the kids. 
No, I'm just saying financially, guaranteed right? Pussy. Guaranteed pussy. But also, I guarantee you, they're doing better financially. Well, that's now. the old saying. Be- and yeah. it was before everybody's like, no, you don't want to be like a plumber. You want or an electrician. You want to go get some sick office job. And you're like, yeah, those, yeah. Those people who went that went to get that sick office job don't have that job and have two hundred thousand dollars in debt. That plumber or that electrician makes one hundred forty grand a year and doesn't have any debt. Have you heard the saying? Does the plumber, the doctor, ever catch up to the plumber? No. Well, the idea is that, so if you're a plumber and you're making like a hundred grand a year, let's say, mm-hmm. I don't know what the exact figures are. Let's say you're a doctor making 300 grand a year, 250 grand a year. So you're a, uh, if you're a plumber, you do a paid apprenticeship when you're 18 and then by 21, you're making that money. Right. So let's say first year is uh 50 grand, 50 grand, 50 grand. Then let's put you out a hundred. So by the time you're 30, starting from 18, you've made the, you know, a million one, right? Yeah. The doctor, uh, they're in school for seven years. So they leave school at 26, 27 with, uh, in a lot of cases, what half a million dollars worth of debt. Easy. Okay. So they paid a Some half of them a leave later. I had a friend who's, um, anesthesiologist. He wasn't done until he was like 30 or 30. Right. Okay. So let's say you start at 30 with like 800 grand debt. There's and the plumber's starting at thirty with a million in the bank, and mm-hmm. not in the bank, but they've made. But they've made, yeah. Earning, so I mean, so, obviously, like you know, the so thing is the differential now is one hundred and fifty a year, and their differential is clo- closing in on two mil. Mm-hmm. So at one hundred and fifty year catch up, and that's you know these figures could be you know you could jig them a little either way. Maybe we go down to eighty for the plumber, but, uh, maybe we go up to you know, 350 for the doctor mm-hmm. and we can make it 200 grand a year. So differential. Yeah. So if we go 200 grand differential and we're catching up to $2 million, now it's still taking, you know, 11, 12 years. So we're still, the plumber is richer than the doctor until about 43. Yeah. And then and for sure. Also factor in like, wouldn't necessarily be a factor, but like if you were the plumber and you somehow got like, a loan at the same interest rate that the doctor is getting and you invested that money, we can, yeah, it exactly. would be huge. Yeah. Like so if you, if you get a low interest loan that you can like invest for that period, like even in something fairly safe, it's like, that would be huge. Yeah. I think so. If you include all that stuff. So there is like the incentive structure for people is lined up where you go. The not cynical view is, you know, you say that if you're sitting in your house, you go, no, this is just people that think they could help. And that's what you get involved. The more cynical view is like, yeah, there's not a lot of possibilities and you don't want to deal with like the failure of basically not achieving these dreams in a, in a world where, you know, you're looking at everyone that, uh, you know, everyone that is rich or successful and all that sort of shit. So then it's the same as like joining the army. You go, okay, well, if I do this, it's not about me and I'm, I can not be failing at what I decided I was going to do. And it's, it's that idea of, you know, I guess sorry, all these I'm, people are in the dojo army now. Sorry, I'm not moving out, mom. I'm fighting for my country and the culture war. <laughs> <laughs> Doing my part. But that's what he was sort of saying. It's like when you look at, look for things aren't, that aren't there, and again, so those things are there. I think, you know, like the people fucking millennials were sold a bad dream. That's yeah. why I'm always a little when everyone just like unabashedly shits on millennials. You're like, that's why the next generation will do better. It's because they saw it's like the same reason why if you saw your mom go to fucking university and take out a billion dollar loan and she's working at some bar, 
You're not going to do no, that. And your mom's going to be like, hey, probably not a good idea to do But it this. takes a generation to correct. Absolutely. And sometimes it's more of like... It's and not the in-between got screwed. Like any sort of malevolence. It's just like the rules sometimes of how things work change on the fly. And you just get like... You kind of are just have bad timing. Yes. But it, it's, it's one of those things where it's like... I'll sort of... That's one thing that I kind of agree with the criticism of. And then people will be like, well, whatever you're doing, fine. Like whatever. And you're mm-hmm. just like, yeah, I... Because I'm fucking sick. Because I'm sick like women. Because just like women, we're fucking sick. No, it was a bad deal, right? Yeah, of course. And again, even you can even say... I mean, the fact that I, student debt somehow, I think it's not in Canada, but in America it is, where they set it up so even in bankruptcy, you don't discharge your student debt. So it's like, it's actual like indentured servitude. Like yeah, You have to work off this debt, and there's the only way out of it is death. To the fucking banks. Yeah. Literally. But his point originally that I kept almost saying was they'll find like things like toxic masculinity in a society that has the lowest testosterone of any country in history. I know. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Yeah. But it's true. It's like they go, oh, look at all this toxic masculinity. You go, and this is the lowest testosterone country in probably the history of the world. Like, yeah. Or maybe there's a few other fucking Western countries that have a similar level of low T. Low T. Where we're the, actually the highest testosterone of any podcast in history. Oh, easily. Yeah, fucking so high T. We, we literally have a guy coming here before every episode and just give us <laughs> fucking have, testosterone yeah. replacement. Yeah, yeah. We went to get the COVID test, and I just got fucking uh, injected with. Uh, yeah, they gave you COVID testosterone instead. They just give me a fucking tea. I have I carry a card around that says I got three doses of fucking tea this week. <laughs> Someone asked me, they go, "Hey, can I see your COVID test?" You go, "I'll show you my fucking vax card." I got vaxxed from fucking being a cuck. <laughs> um, speaking of cucks, before we kind of wrap this up, three. <laughs> Danny had the fucking best thing ever. Um, okay, I don't, I, I don't know if you know what I'm going to tell you. I don't even know, no. Danny's little birthday gag. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> this is so funny. <laughs> okay, you tell us. Okay, bro. so basically I went over... I was lit- before I even say it, You, t- this story happened, and <laughs> so the pieces got put together from other people, and then I was in my house, like, working on my computer on other stuff, and I just kept like putting down my computer to chuckle to myself. <laughs> it was good. It was honestly what, oh, fucking. So basically I was out with my girl. Um, we were at this restaurant. It was like this really weird. So it's, it's in Williamsburg. Nothing like you expect. It's a Thai restaurant, but it's like Suit and huge. Tie. It's a huge restaurant. <laughs> Stays open really late. Like the restaurant, which is why the kitchen, which is why we went. But it's like all Third these like. Dinner. like yeah, yeah, but like all these, like it's a really weird scene. It's like kind of like a club, but it's kind of like a bit ratchety. Like it's not like nice, but it, the whole thing is bizarre. So, anyways, we're in there, we're, we're fucking eating, and you keep seeing people have these like they have this big like birthday celebration where they bring you this crazy sparkler and they have this like sign and they come and and the people take photos or whatever. So I saw, I remember before uh, thinking, I'm like, man, a lot of birthdays here tonight, right? Like right. I kept thinking that. So, anyways. Then I'm, uh, we're, we're, we're eating. My girl goes to the bathroom, come back. I'm just eating. And then fucking they're at the table and they're like, Tss! and I literally go to, like with the sparkler and gag. I go to the guy and go, Hey, uh, some, she's some. Instagram. I literally go, thing. it's not my birthday. <laughs> and then I turn to her and she's film 
filming me. I go, all right, there we go. You got punked. I got punked. I got literally punked by Ah. a girl. So she's filming it. Big prankster. Ashton Kutcher. Huge prankster. Huge prankster. They're filming and I'm like, okay, whatever. I just watch the thing and and they bring you these two shitty shots, right? There you go. And then she goes, she goes, and the funny thing is she goes, I was actually hoping that they would bring us dessert. She wanted free dessert. This was her big scam. She Mm. goes, I I thought she was going to bring us hoping for dessert and I'm like, whatever. I'm like, whatever. Jamie Kenny experiment Danny's life. Yeah, yeah, it's my life, right? And I go, okay, whatever. We had our two shots. That was fine. Bill comes. They charge us for the (laughs) shots and the fireworks. So, and the thing is, is like, I'm taking her out. So then she plays this prank on me, which I now have to pay for this <laughs> shitty prank. And that's why I'm like, oh, and so the, it's And we're watching it because it's Instagram Yeah, story. because on Instagram Group stories. chats are lighting DPM. Oh, lighting it up. And like the funny <laughs> thing is, so I guess what happens is because, so people see that other people are doing it and they see it so much that they're like, oh, I want this too. So I think everybody's like, hey, it's my friend's birthday. And then they get stuck with the bill. So it's like a racket for this Thai restaurant where they know that it's not everybody's birthday. They saw but because Sucker they, white man. But they, because they're getting charged, they're charging for it. They're like, sure. It's like, this ain't your fucking uh, yeah. Western. Uh, and then I was giving her shit because I was like, man, so I, I, I got to pay for this and the whole meal on my fake birthday. It's fucked up. <laughs> fucked fucking, up. Danny's white rage was acting uh, up. I was like, <laughs> did, did you get white rage when that happened? No, I was fucking red in the face. That's when my white rage, people always talk about white rage. My white rage acts up the most when uh, I'm paying for something for a girl. <laughs> oh, this was the thing. I'm like, part of me wouldn't be like, okay, like I'll pay for the meal, but the, this prank is on you. I'm like, can we, spl- can we split? <laughs> did like, you split it? No. No, I would have funny. Got you cockpit. Can we split it? I go, just charge her for the birthday stuff. <laughs> oh my God, that's so. I, I, I should have. In hindsight, I should have been like, yeah, yeah, we're going to split it. But not actually splitting it down the middle, just charge it for the birthday. Uh, If I was you, I very well might have told her to delete the story immediately. And I'm never telling anyone this. We die with this information. (laughs) No, actually, the the (laughs) fact that I had to pay for it, I had to get fin cucked for it, was actually funny. (laughs) I go, that's actually hilarious that I have to pay for this dumbass thing. Fin cucked. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, that was the part where I go, oh, this is actually pretty funny. Like, because before that, I was like, you know, we've all been to restaurants where someone goes, like, everybody's been to a restaurant with some friends and they go, oh, it's his birthday, you know? Like, remember, like, fucking in in Canada, like, Shoeless Joe's or whatever, like, one of those shitty restaurants and they have, like, a helmet and they pop. You get a free piece of pie. You get a free fucking, whatever. Everybody's been there where where they say their friend is, it's their birthday and they do this big birthday celebration. But the fact that I had to pay for it is incredible. Amazing. We, me and Danny, were loving the idea of like when we're, we're girls are bu- girls are bugging you to pay for stuff, and you're just like, okay, okay, you didn't even do the laundry, like, or you didn't even make dinner. Today. It's like we just eventually you go up to the girl and you go, what do you do here? What do you do here? Do you mind if I talk to you for a second? Um, uh, we just said uh, me and the boys were talking and. What do you do here? You ever think anybody's broken up with a girl just as a funny goof, just that way? Just huge Office Space fan. <laughs> goes, Not really into goes, the girl. No, I order. The, I talk to the Uber Eats people, <laughs> so you don't have to with your credit card. What do? What do you do, you do here? <laughs> Classic film. <laughs> oh, fuck this and uh, fuck, we have, we have so much to, still to go through. So, but we're gonna go over to the uh, Patreon. But I have one more theory. And again, Patreon.com/slash/the-boys-cast. Thank you to everyone that's been uh, supporting us on. Appreciate there. it. I gotta pay. 
for these fucking dumbass pranks. Yeah, the dumbass pranks. And also Danny uh, uh, is going to be moderating the the Discord. We just started that. Yeah, so. yeah we're, I'm going to be fucking in the Discord. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of get, fucking... Get on in there. We're going to set that up. Or it's set up. But, out, but I thought I, w- I wanted to tell everyone my John Mulaney theory because it's pretty good. It's not about him. I actually think John Mulaney's a pr- pretty funny dude. But uh, I agree. we were talking about... Um, the, uh, we were with a girl at the stand with uh, Silver and some other people and they were the girl was like she was like oh I really like John Mulaney uh, because you know it's kind of it's not like vulgar it's kind of what her argument was uh-huh. and I, I thought I had the bad I had, the, I had a ta- I had a point that I, everyone was pretty happy with that I was th- happy with myself with basically this is the best way to describe like the different types of comedians so I'd say people like us kind of on stage do comedy like how you hang out with your boys mm-hmm. so comedy like you would joke around with your boys and John Mulaney does comedy like you would do with your boys, but your wives are there too. Oh yeah, <laughs> and your boys do improv. <laughs> like they're like theater yeah. nerds. Like he's, you know, we're still having a fun time, but like the chicks are here. The chicks so. are here, so yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, you can't, we're not gonna say everything we. Want yeah, to yeah, yeah. About. It's a very, it's you know, we're all having a good time, but it's all, it's a little, it's above board. Yeah, 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 totally. <laughs> You're not gonna, it's like if one of your boys got too graphic about a sex story, everyone would be like, what are you doing? Totally, yeah, yeah. But that, <laughs> that is true, yeah. That's what we were making fun of. Cause, and the one thing that I do is I don't really do cheating jokes. Mm-hmm. That's my one like that I don't talk about that I'm probably – that maybe you would do those jokes with the boys. Mm-hmm. But because I – because it's tables, and I feel like it is a disservice. when To the guy, yeah. It you always know, makes me feel weird. Maybe, you maybe a guy's had a thing, the girl, yeah. But we are joking. We know a, a guy that's a comic, and he'll do jokes. He'll be, in the sta- he'll be on the stage and be like, you know when you be cheating on your girl? And everyone in the crowd's like, what are you doing? No, no, no. he's the, he's the worst because he'll literally be like, this guy knows what I'm talking about. This guy knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, come on. And then, like, Every girl, dude here be cheating. Yeah, yeah, girl, how many times he be cheating? You know when he says he's just running to the store oh, for yeah, a minute? Yeah. He be cheating. And, like, <laughs> and everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, and he'll literally be like, you don't believe me? Look, let give, give her your phone give right now. Phone give right her your phone right, right now. now. <laughs> give her your phone right now. And prove it. Prove you're not cheating. Everyone's in the front row like, no, no, no. Yeah, but straight up, he's like, give me your phone right now. Unlock it. Let's prove you're not cheating. It's like, just who's Melinda? Like, he's like, no, 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 no. no. no and you're like, and then she's like, why wouldn't you give the comedian your phone? Where are you hiding? <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> Everyone leaves the comedy club like, what the fuck? Because it's like getting pussy comedy. Yeah, that's I, why. Yeah, he's like, kind of like, yeah, it's me fucking trying to fuck your girl comedy. Yeah, yeah, totally. Like making her, making her jealous, like revenge fucking me it is, for implying <laughs> that you're cheating. It is the least me. for the boys comedy I have ever experienced in yeah, my that's life. that's not cool. Anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's funny. Follow us on Patreon. This has been The Boys Cast. Boys, boys, boys.